Welcome to the Nonprofit Exchange Podcast. Stories by leaders for leaders to help you raise the bar on your own excellence to release the potential inside of you. Now, here's today's podcast. Hey, it's Hugh Blue. I have a, a guest that's that's fairly new friend, but a couple of years we've connected and over the couple of years we've had significant conversations and I've seen this is Joshua Adams and his team do amazing work so I wanted to share some information today with with all our listeners about branding we want to do a website but we've given no thought to what it looks like what representation it is for who we are and what we stand for so Joshua hello Hello, hello. How are you? I'm awesome. Tell people a little bit about you. What's your background that has brought you to this this really good place of branding, marketing, and web design? Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I actually got into the industry more on the web and the programming side of things. When I was 11 years old, my dad handed me a programming book and said, here, learn this. And I remember it was about, you know, <laughs> I remember picking up the book and going, this is bigger than the Bible. And at, the, at that time, you know, my, my mind, the Bible was the biggest book on the planet. And so this was a big deal. Um, and so I dug into it, loved it, just dove into programming. Uh, when my friends were playing games and other things, I was at home programming, uh, clacking away, making games and applications and all this stuff. Um, as I got older, I got into the web and web development. When I was 14, I started freelancing. Um, when I was 18, I started my own web design company in my parents' garage. So I had three desks all lined up and said, I'm doing it. Um, and so it took off. I, I, I loved business, loved entrepreneurism. So it just kind of was natural. Uh, a couple years into doing that, I merged with a marketing agency. And this is really where my mindset, shift, mindset shifted because I went from that programming mind, um, that engineering, oh, tell me what to build now, build it, um, as you call them propeller heads, uh, really just thinking more along the lines of how do I build it? How can I make this cool? Um, and all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, these marketing clients don't care how cool it is. They don't care. They want it to make the money. They want it to be, have results, have a purpose. And so all of a sudden this idea of what marketing was and what branding was kind of started influencing me. Um, about uh, shortly into, I would say a month into this new partnership, my partner decided to disappear for an extended period of time. And I went, great, now I am here, I am a programmer, I'm running a marketing agency. And so during the day I'd be on phone calls and you know, they want printing or design or logos and I'd say, yeah, absolutely, great. And I'd hang up and I'd go, crap. So <laughs> Google is my friend and I started taking online courses and I just had to learn this on the fly. And here we were developing these for big clients in the area and I had, I had to figure this out. And so that was kind of trial by fire. Few few years into that, I had to part ways uh, with uh, my partner for uh, moral reasons and just went our separate ways. But I brought all that marketing and branding knowledge with me, and said, "I want to develop a company that that takes all the complexities away, all these over the top things that we were doing in the previous agency." And I said, "I want to simplify it, and I want to build websites that are marketing focused." At the time, my passion was still websites. I still love branding and marketing, but I wanted to focus. And so we launched Rock Paper Simple five years ago with the premise that we would build websites on purpose, bring all this knowledge um, and build marketing focused website platforms. And that was our claim to fame. People knew us for that. You know, you want a marketing website, go to Rock Paper Simple. Um, you want a technical product, eh, you know, maybe go somewhere else, but a marketing focused one, that was what we did. And so we took off with that and 
the funny thing was we'd sit in those, in those planning sessions because we're big on, on planning and people, we would be talking about the brand and their logo and I'd be advising them on brand messaging and how they should position themselves. And they had never thought about their unique value proposition. And so our website planning session very often became a branding planning session and people started asking, well, do you do branding? And, no, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. And finally, we said, you know, we ought to create a product. And I'm a big believer in if you can't do it really well, you shouldn't do it. And so we said, well, we'll offer branding when we're ready. And so we, we set off and about eight months later, myself and my lead designer created a brand product and it was logo and brand colors and messaging and the whole deal. And we launched that and won a gold addy for it that year for the new product. And so we launched that about three years ago. And then uh, fast forward to now, we've, we've added uh, digital marketing services to our repertoire and uh, it's no longer just uh, me and a couple guys. It's a, it's a team of 10 here in Melbourne, Florida. And we focus on uh, really on, on helping brands and organizations figure out who they are, their identity, uh, build a web platform and then get known in, in the world. So it's kind of, that's kind of a fast forward of what, where I've come from and what I do. Well, and, and you do it really well. And it's not just, I call people propeller heads because they're just geeks that put up a pretty page <laughs> and, and it doesn't really do any of the stuff you're talking about. Right. Um, and so there's, there's a whole backside of a website that drives traffic. Absolutely. Um, we're talking to social entrepreneurs that run a church, a synagogue, or a charity, mm -hmm. community organization, a cause-based nonprofit. So why is marketing important to those organizations? You know, and I think that, that, that sometimes, you know, marketing um, can be a bad word in some of those cases, uh, just like, uh, you know, profit, <laughs> making, making profit. And, it, you know, we use different words for different types of organizations. I myself was a youth pastor for three years. I've been involved in ministry my entire life. I get it. Um, there's a, a kind of a, a bad connotation to it. Uh, but in many ways, um, we have to be careful how we say this, but the way you run any organization, it's like a business. There, there's, there's, there's a balance sheet. There's, there's margins. There's um, overhead. You have customers, kind of. Uh, I use that loosely. But ultimately, any organization, whether it's nonprofit, a ministry, etc., you have all of those things, and you have to cater to those people. In the terms of a nonprofit or a ministry or any of these, you still have to get out to your audience. You have an audience. You're trying to attract them. And whether that's because you're trying to make a profit or you're trying to make an impact, it doesn't matter, right? What your, what your goal is as, a, as an organization may be different, but you still have to get out to people. <laughs> Regardless of what it is you're trying to do, you have to reach people with your message. And sometimes that marketing is to, to get donors, to, to drive revenue, um, to be able to do bigger things. Sometimes that's to, to, for outreach, uh, to be able to reach people who are in need. I mean, there's plenty of, of, of need for that, um, to reach people who need the organization, whether that be, again, a ministry outreach or um, a support group or whatever that may be, how you get that message out there is important. And then taking that step back to really what we wanted to focus on today, that branding, what is that message? If you don't have a clear, concise, consistent message, people don't know what it is you stand for. Um, and that's very, very important, even more so with, with these organizations. What is it that you stand for? You know, if I, I want to get behind something, um, and, and we're very, very involved with that here at Rock University, but we, we believe in giving back to our community. It is not only something that I've been taught by mentors, but something that I believe based upon, upon my faith, that I, I believe I'm supposed to give back, that we're supposed to be an impact and a light to our community. Um, and I think that that's a responsibility that I have even more so because of my position where I'm at. 
um, and the fact that we do have the resources to do it. And I know that when I'm asked to contribute or be involved or, or be an MC for this or um, come in and lip sync battle over here, yes, we did do that. Um, I'm looking at who is this organization? What do they stand for? What is their message? Um, why, why should we be involved? Why should we give? And I have to have, they have to have a clear message. Um, and we've sat down with organizations before and said, hey, you know, we just did a branding project for a nonprofit where we went through the whole process. And it, 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 I, will, I will admit sometimes it can be a challenge. You're sitting there with a board. Um, it's a little bit easier when it's one-on-one with, -on -one with a, a stakeholder. You have a board. It can be challenging to go through and make sure you really, really break down. What do we stand for? You've got a story. <laughs> well, and, and um, this is all a lead up, our, our umbrella for this interview. Yes. And all of this is setting the whole context, which you've done quite well. So the, the whole context of this is about design. But underneath that design is all the stuff you're talking about. Absolutely. And principally, uh, for this interview, we're talking about design. How do we engage the board? Mm -hmm. and not that they're going to help you draw the logo and we think brand is a logo so mm -hmm. i want to want to move into this umbrella of design yep and also you do work with boards and that was a really good segue um i didn't set you up for that that was just the predestination <laughs> theory um so um i think people misunderstand brand so if you're going to do a, a really good design there's a lot of all that work you talk about manifests itself in a very uh, relevant design. So let's talk about brand. We hear these words, uh, brand image, brand promise. People think a logo is a brand. So give me a short definition of what we need to have this brand so you can do the design, correct? Right. No, absolutely. So understanding that, like you said, most people think, hey, I need a brand. So it's a logo, right? Some colors, et cetera. And while that is part of your brand, we have to understand that a logo um, your colors, your image is a representation of your brand. Your true brand is really the character and the essence of your company, the personality of it, what it stands for. That's your brand. Not necessarily that logo, that pretty logo that's sitting there. And when, when you have a truly great logo, a truly great image representation of a brand, it comes from a good understanding of, excuse me, my calendar is going off. <laughs> it comes truly from an understanding of who you are. Um, you can't, you know, we, we, I was talking about this yesterday at Shannon Gronich's event, and uh, I have way too many windows open because it's the same event, kicking all these notifications. Um, but I was at Shannon's e event yesterday, and we were talking about branding and, and concepts of that. And I said, what happens is people don't know themselves, right? We have to stop and say, know thyself. Who, who and I like to use that, 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 that comes from my King James by background again, know thyself, but who are you? What, what are you trying to convey? And we were, I was joking about how a lot of people do their 60 second pitch, right? When they, their elevator, their elevator, here's who I am, what I do. And a lot of people are, um, a lot of people, they come up and they go, Hey, I, I'm, I'm John Smith and I build websites and they walk away. Well, okay. But, but, Really, what sets you apart? What makes you different? What you have to convey that. Um, know yourself. Know what sets you apart. A lot of businesses don't. Not only a lot of businesses don't, but a lot of organizations don't. Um, they'll say, "Well, yeah, we we help feed the hungry." Okay, okay, but more than that, who are you? Why do you do that? 
what sets you apart? You know, what, what, what kind of impact are you making on the world that's different than, than the other ones doing it? We, you know, why are you more trustworthy? Why are you more, you know, so tell me more about you. Tell me, you know, tug on my heartstrings, you know, make, make me feel. So these are all things that people miss. Um, and so we take a, a step back um, and saying, okay, yeah, we want to make a logo, but let's talk about what you stand for. Um, and we, we call that brand vision here. And so what is the vision mm -hmm. of your brand? Um, before the mission, before the promise, all that, what is the vision? And we say within 10 words, 10 words or less, what's the highest calling of the company? What is that headline that's in the newspaper that you're so proud of, right? What, you know, in 10 years from now, it's a headline that says, you know, rock, paper, simple, empowering people who are awesome at what they do. Boom, there's a vision, right? There's something we want to accomplish. And so the, what is that brand vision? What is that battle cry? I, that's my favorite terminology to use for that that you can rally around as an organization, that's brand vision. And when you can define that, then you step from there and you say, all right, what's, what is my mission statement? Which is the how, how do I accomplish that vision? And then you say, what's my brand promise? Who am I making a promise to? And what is that promise, that unique thing that I'm promising every customer, stakeholder, donor, whatever it is, what is that unique promise I'm making? And the reason it's important to define this is this stuff can float up in the head of the, the leader, or the, even the leaders, or even some of the organization's members, or, or employees, or staff members, or team members, or clergy, or whatever you want to call it, um, that can belong up in their head, but when it comes out, and it goes on paper, and it becomes real, you can live this stuff out more. And, and, and so, helping pull that out of this, so I'll sit there with boards and pull this stuff out of them, and say, okay, tell me more about this, okay, we, you know, let's build this promise. Because once we have a unified promise, and everybody can get around, oh wow, this is what we're promising, now it's so much easier to deliver on that brand. Um, and then you, you build it out and we do, we work on things like brand personality. How should it sound? How should it look? How should it, you know, how should it act when you're, when you're, when you're out there? Um, core values and value statements. This, that's the essence of your brand. When all that's done, now you build a logo that represents it. So when somebody asks me to define a brand, that, that's 80, that's 90% of your brand. Your logo is just the representation of that. And then you you build a website to manifest that that brand image, right? Exactly, exactly. And now you're now you're not only just matching color and logo and, and style, but now you're matching personality and belief and message, right? And so that's what's so important. Design is so much more than just some pretty pictures and pretty colors. It's a message, right? True design is, has a purpose. So why are you doing what you're doing? Uh, I'm a big believer in saying and questioning just about anything. So why are we doing this? <laughs> uh, you know, there's always got to be a purpose. I'm a little bit over the top with it, but there's got to be a purpose. Um, first board I ever sat on, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, 19, 20. And I go, so I know I'm like 20 years younger than everybody else, but can somebody explain why we're here? Because if there's no point here, I don't want to be. <laughs> that is a key point, my friend, that, that too many people on boards it's a nodding board. They come and they nod and they go home and do nodding. And then I nodded at you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we, everything we do, we should ask why we're doing it. Yes. So, so um, we're not going to delve into it in this, this particular interview, but we've talked about a web experience versus a website. You create a, you know, what I'm gaining here is that you're getting a whole experience that there's an engagement, but at the beginning of that, people have to understand why you're there, what's your purpose. And so many charities yeah. complain that they don't get donations. Well, there's a reason behind that. Right. And right. So this is all of that, that structure that's so important. So let me, let me focus 
we're, we're, we're looking at the, the design element. So let's take all those components. How do you, um, so we're talking to these, the executive here, the executive director of the clergy person, yeah. and they, they got an idea of this, but they want to engage their board and get them on board with this. Right. So when you work with a board and, and you define, of course, the more people you have, the harder it is to make finite decisions. Yep. So there's a general education level before people can make decisions. So can you give us two or three points that, um, or four, that a, a nonprofit executive for clergy, how will they um, approach the board and get them focused on this work that needs to happen so they are supporters and they understand why this work needs to happen and their role in, in giving input to it. So how do you work with the board? Well, yeah, you know, and I've worked with, with, like I said, individuals. I've worked with boards. Uh, yeah, the last one was 13 people. I've got 13 stakeholders in a room. <laughs> i got to get them all to agree, and that can be challenging. Um, what, you, what you have to rally around is core uh, goal, a core, core vision. What are you trying to accomplish today? Uh, and typically that's unity. Typically that's strong message. Typically that's, hey, we're scattered. Our message is all over the place. Nobody knows who we are. That's, that's normally the, the pain that we're running into. And then we say, all right, let's, let's rally around this. And, and in terms of prior to the, you know, for me, the easiest thing is to work on my first step, that vision. If I can get them, if I can get 13 people plus to agree on a vision, the rest of it's much easier, right? And kind of build out from there. Before that even, why is it important? Um, and I think a lot of times the executive director is that person has to go to the board and say, this is important to me because, and normally the, the things you see is people don't know who we are. People don't know what we are. Um, our name doesn't represent what we do. Uh, we're, I'm dealing with one on that board that I actually sit on, I'm, I'm, I'm co-chair of, where um, they're saying, but our, our, our name doesn't, doesn't represent what we do currently. It's, it represents what we did 20 years ago. And so we, we need to talk about, is, is this even relevant currently? So we talk about that. Um, but it's understanding that you have to make sure you're speaking the right message to the right audience, that you're differentiating yourself um, in, 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 in from the crowd that you're making an impact with your message and that you're being consistent. These are all things that are important to any organization with their brand. Great. So um, you've created a, a page for our listeners. It's rock. Your, your brand is rockpapersimple.com. Yes. And there's a backslash with my name, Hugh, H-U-H. -H. Yes. And there's a page there. And, um, there's some special offers. Is there a place that people can request a consultation with you? Yes, yes, yes. They just go down there, click on the tab, schedule a free consultation. That just it pulls it right up there. It would occur to me that um, some leader listening to this says, you know, I've got an idea that I need to go this direction. So I might need to brainstorm how to present to my board. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a good reason for somebody to request a consultation? Definitely. Definitely. I was just chatting with one now. So we're more than happy to talk about and strategize. Here's how you present to the board. Here's how you tell the board, Hey, I'd like to explore this. And we even say, Hey, look, bring us along. We'll, we'll tag, we'll, we'll tag along, show up at a meeting, just have a chat real quick. You know, no, no pressure. We promise we're not going to sell the board, but that's, that's what we do. Um, if we are, if we're able to help, then great. If not, that's, that's fine. We move on from there. But a lot of times getting the board to understand why this is important. Everything you do is influenced through your brand. And if people, don't trust your brand, they're not going to donate. They're not going to show up to your events. They're not going to, it's just, and it's the same with the business. 
if you go to a website and you see a product you might be interested in and the website's kind of cockeyed and it doesn't quite look good and the logo looks like it was made in MS Paint and then you say, hey, a buy now button and you're gonna think twice about clicking that buy now button and this is just regular business. You know, I'm afraid they're gonna, you know, I don't know who they are. Well, the same thing's true with nonprofits. The same thing's true if I go to your website and it looks like, eh, maybe they're not, you know, maybe they're, I'm afraid to make that donation or I'm afraid to, and that's, it's just the way it, it, the world works. You know, we're, we're, we're trained that if, it, if, it's, if it's trustworthy, it's consistent. And it's just how, we, how we're trained with our, our world that we're around. And so it's why it's important to have that brand cohesiveness. It doesn't have to be the most amazing, wondrous design on the planet, mm -hmm. but it does need to make sense. It does need to convey the right message. It does need to be consistent and speak to the right audience. Um, you know, we, you, you choose your design, your style, your colors, everything else based on what your audience wants, not necessarily your stakeholders favorite color. <laughs> That's a key point. So what I'm getting from this for, for you to, to approach the design piece of this at all, there's a whole lot of thinking that they, um, the leader with their teams, the board, the staff, whomever, need to go through so that they can give you intelligent answers for these questions. So oh yeah, when we, when we work with somebody, we actually, we have a discovery session first, which is like that pre-sales process. We really understand what's going on. And then, what they, hey, we wanna work with you. Then we have a, a planning session. So now we're planning, et cetera. And actually prior to that, we even send them a questionnaire to learn more. And then we have that planning session, we review the questionnaire, and then we get to work. So before we even before I even start working with that board or working with that company or working with whoever it is, we've gone through three steps of gathering information, understanding who they are and what they are, and then we kind of wipe it clean and say, all right, tell me, what, what, what makes you guys different? What's the vision? What sets you apart? And we work on it right then and there. And sometimes in that first meeting, we knock out half the document. Sometimes in that first meeting, we have four or five choices for a brand vision, the first step, and we reschedule. <laughs> Well, depends on, 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 you know, the board, honestly. Well, and um, I would encourage people not to rush this, this part of it. Agreed. We can say, oh, we got to have a, we got to have a website up next month. So we're just going to do something. Well, you mm -hmm. might do more harm than good. And, and there is such a thing as negative brand recognition, isn't there? Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and understanding that your brand, your brand says something. What, what does it say? And, and are you controlling that? Are you purposely driving that message? Your, your brand's going to say something, whether it says, um, we know what we're doing, we, we, you know, we, we, you know, we're fun, we're exciting, we do all this stuff, or it says, you know, maybe we don't know, maybe we're not quite put together, maybe we're not organized. It's going to have a message, and people are going to take that subconsciously without even knowing it. Um, you know, there, there are plenty of fantastic organizations out there with horrendous logos, and they come across my desk, and would you donate to this? And I kind of look at it and I kind of, I push it aside and I got this, you know, this one over here. And go, well, I know these guys and they look, I'm going to know. And then later on, I found this, found out this other organization is fantastic. It just didn't look, <laughs> it just, I wasn't going to write a check to it because I, 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 I didn't trust, you know. And I'm not saying that, you know, you, you, that, uh, that there's somehow a correlation to how good of an organization you are, but it does impact perception, right? And perception is so key. Regardless of the truth, perception is the truth to most people, right? Um, I mean, how often are we misjudged? How often are, you know, and I'm just talking personally as people, right? We, mis we misjudge and we're misjudged all the time. I mean, this is a whole nother conversation. 
Um, well, because that's perception and uh, you can't just say, well, you know, you, that's not who I am or that's not and to get mad about it. Well, unfortunately to that person, perception is their truth. And until it's corrected, that perception is what they're going to believe. And so the perception of your brand, unfortunately is the truth to your audience until you change that and, and you take control of your brand and say, well, I want my brand to say this. And so therefore everything else is going to follow it. I want Rock Paper Simple's brand to say we empower people who are awesome what they do, period, right? Whether that's, you know, whatever that is that they do, we empower them, we help them grow, we help them build. And then the rest of our statements go into how we do that. Our core values talk about how we go about doing what we do, what the character of the company is, things like integrity and growth and teamwork. These are all things that are in core to our, te our team, right? I mean, one of our core values is community. That's why we do so much in the community. We believe that's a part of, but why do we do that? It's part of the brand essence. It's the part of the message that we want to speak. And, and I was speaking the other day and somebody made the comment, oh yeah, Rock Paper Simple does all kinds of stuff in the community. The brand's working, right? We're doing stuff. People know that. People know us as a company that does that. And that's, that's important. Is my brand going to accidentally just communicate to people that we have integrity, that we're team players, that we're fun? that we're, you know, can I have a, no, I have to decide, that's what I want the brand to say, and then push it out there, right? We're a very fun brand, but our core value, one of our core values is fun, legitimately. <laughs> but we do things that convey that. You are, um, um, we could say you're a mushroom, you're a fun guy. <laughs> All right, this is helpful information, so what I, to, to do your design, there's a whole bunch of stuff underneath that and engaging the board in meaningful conversation around this. So people can go to rockpapersimple.com backslash Hugh and get some more information and Absolutely. There's some special offers. So Joshua Adams, I know you had a really fine team behind you, but you're the leader and you've created this powerful vision for yourself. So thank you for helping us think about design and how we Absolutely. engage our board around that. For sure. Glad to help. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.